Wait, Did you that? see that? <gasps> what? Yeah. What is this? What? Oh my gosh, what's going on? I don't know. This is the part that's scary because nothing's happening. <laughs> oh! Oh my gosh. No! No! That was scary. That was scary. That was scary. It's time for girls and ghouls. Okay, let's talk about it. My dancing. The microphone picks up my like shirt movements. You Your shirt movements. <laughs> yeah, don't Kirsten this out. We're gonna leave this in. We're dancing today. Don't Kirsten it out. Is that Kirsten. what we're calling it now? I'm Steven. Well, you, yeah, well you edit, so you have to be you you Kirsten it. <laughs> Kirsten. <laughs> Cut all this. Cut it. Cut it out. <laughs> we have an extra special guest today. Hello. It's a ghost. Oh no. <laughs> it's me. Not a ghost. It's me. I don't need a name. It's just me. It's just me. It's Marley. It's my daughter. Hello. Yay. Yes. Yay. <laughs> it's the last official day, I guess, of spring break. Well, for you, like with me, because well, I still have tomorrow. Well, I mean, and you have Sunday. the weekend, but I feel like spring break kind of ends on a Friday. You know, like, well, because you would because, normally be in school. Yeah. And because the weekend, the last weekend of spring break is always that, like, oh, do I have all my underwear washed for school? The do I have shampoo? No. <laughs> the answer is always no. It's also, never Also, I have to yes. work Sunday, so. See, spring break's over. It's yeah, done. It's done Enjoy this today. time, <clears> this <throat> freedom while you have it. Guys, welcome to Girls and Ghouls. Welcome. Podcast about spring break and underwear. That's right. <laughs> well, what was it last week? Babes and butts. Babes and butts. Because we spent like the first twenty minutes talking about Jason Momoa and Kit Harrington's rear end. That's right. It was pretty fantastic. I think. wait, wait, wait. Before we before we talk about anything else today, I need to know, and I need all of you to like, as soon as I finish the sentence, pause and, and do this. I want to know what you guys thought of, of Train Turkey. <laughs> Did you love train turkey? Were you terrified? Did you have nightmares? Because we put a lot of love and energy into that story. We really and did. I'll admit it. I've played the turkey EVP probably a hundred times <laughs> just so that, like randomly, while the kids are doing things, I'll be lecturing them and then I'll play the turkey EVP and they'll just bust out laughing. And I'm like, this is terrifying. This is serious stuff. So I want to know, are you how, how you guys feel about train turkey? I have to say... I am very happy with how that episode came out. Honestly, it was pretty good. It was, it was brilliant. It was brilliant. It really was. We I played sold it. that ish. We, we sold we it. We totally did. Marley said that we did a really good job. She, but see, she is used to like the inflections in my voice. So there mm-hmm. were a couple of times where she could hear me almost laughing. But yeah. I, I think it's mostly because she just knows my voice yeah. so well. I don't think it yeah. was like. Did you tell her what we named the sequel? Oh, tell her. The Railroad Rooster. Yes. It's named his friend. Named Roy. Roy. <laughs> yes. We already have it. Yes. Yeah. Stay tuned, guys. It's coming. <laughs> it's coming. Yeah, I love that episode, honestly. I do too. I think we I did a too. fan-freaking-tastic job. 
telling should this story. be our ninth our ninth business faux animal hauntings yes like that'll be it combine it with Haunted falconry creatures. and we'll have falconry yeah. oh my god it's full circle oh my lord it's full circle <laughs> so, so we're doing something different today right yeah we yes. each we each have a short ghost story so you'll get three for the price of two that's right holy crap there's a cat hold up <laughs> wait a minute no it's a Weezer. Hello. I feel like I've never heard you say Miser's name not in that voice. Yeah. You that's can't. the only, well. That's how it's actually pronounced. It's spelled like Miser, but it's actually Miser. <laughs> you have to say it through your nose. Mm-hmm. Sorry, he was trying to get out the window. <laughs> Saying it through your nose. Have you seen the? <laughs> have you seen that Vine of Andy Stanley saying the word "why" over and over? No, it's so okay. Funny. He's. Do you know who Andy Stanley is? No, I'm old. Okay, he's a Southern pastor. Okay. And so when you think of Southern pastors, this will be really funny. You have to watch it. We're, you, if you're listening, you have to go find the, the Vine. Just do... Just do Vine Why, why. and it'll be the first one. It's so funny. For real? he just goes, Hwa, 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 Hwa. <laughs> this That's is going to be my new, my new Owen Wilson wow. Yes. Yeah. Wow. Wow. Why? Yeah. Why? 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 Did you see that they did a, a a thing where they replaced Chewbacca's sound with Owen Wilson's? Wow. Oh, my gosh. No. I'm going to have to go find it. It's hysterical. <laughs> Wait. I found it. Hold on. I love Owen Wilson. Not Chewbacca. It literally was the first thing that came. Our new word. This episode is brought to you by the bir- by, by the bird, by the word. Wah. 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 You have to get the the out of your nose. <laughs> the, the, yeah. The, Wah. Wah. Like like the way you say Gouda. Yeah. Howda. Howda. Which I have to tell you, Roxana told me that Fred really was proud of my pronunciation of that. Oh, see, good job. I know. I'm sorry, Fred. I'm not. I'm not saying it like that because when I. And I tried it once. I tried to, like, put it in normal language. And everyone at the table went, what? <laughs> and Marley, I was embarrassed. Marley ate and some said, ah. today. I ate a lot of cheese. <laughs> I had to That's... tell her to stop. I was like. I literally. No, I just woke up. And I sat. I was like, I want cheese. Yeah. And I went downstairs. That's why I that got she up. She is living got, her best life now. She got the package of sliced Gouda out of the fridge. And that was her breakfast. And a mini muffin. I mean, that's well-rounded. Calcium, some protein, some mini donuts. I didn't eat, like, three full donuts. Oh, well, Mm. it's less of your best life now, then. But it's still almost your best life. Yeah. Full donuts would have made it the best life. Yeah, I probably would have thrown up, though. But (laughs) that's okay. It would have been worth it. what we do. Yeah. It's what we do. Spring break calories don't count. They don't. I wish someone would have told my waistline that this week. Because I've been doing real well. Been doing real well with this whole, like, I'm eating healthy and having good energy. And then my husband bought me an Easter basket that was, like, 10 pounds of chocolate. I'm not mad. I'm not complaining. And my scale all of a sudden was like, hey, remember that healthy? Oh, no, you don't. Get off. (laughs) Get off me. You're breaking me. And I was like, it's fine. I love that he bought you an Easter basket, though. I know. He Well, I'm five, so it makes sense. (gasps) He also got me a cookbook, which was for him. 
for me. For yeah. Me. Yes. My neighbor's cutting grass again. It's the mower of doom. <laughs> it really it's is. To add to that, the army grass cut like every day. It's not even really growing yet. I don't know what they're cutting. I don't understand. Anyway, they're like prepping. It's like good, like arm getting their muscles ready. Stuff. That's their right. grass mowing muscles. Like they That's don't even have right. the blade on there. It's yeah, just driving around, That's what just doing. making the noise. That's right. It might not even be a mower. It might just be a man in his yard making the noise with his mouth. Well, <laughs> maybe it's not the mower. Maybe the Arizona UFOs have made it to Georgia. Maybe. Did y'all see that? Mm-hmm. I sure did. Is that terrifying? Mm-hmm. See, I'm telling you at this point, I would much rather, I will go spend the night in the Stanley Hotel before I go to Arizona. Wait, it's in Arizona, isn't it? The Stanley? No. Where's Stanley? I think it's no? in Colorado. Oh, good. Over there. That's fine. <laughs> it's away. I'll I'll go stay in the Stanley Hotel before I step foot in Arizona now. Ain't happening, y'all. We're not coming to see you either. <laughs> Aliens could be cool. Like, what if they don't even care about us? What like, if they're Wow, ET, look at these though. ants. There's a, I told Aaron about a story ET? where this man in, like, the 60s, was it, Aaron? Where he. The pancakes? Yeah. Aliens came and they made him pancakes. Actually, I'd be it. down with that. I'd be down with it, except that he said that they weren't even good pancakes. They weren't. He had a picture of it. They didn't look right. They didn't. Well, maybe you can teach him. Make like a little alien cooking channel. <laughs> Ninth business. Here there we go, go, baby. Yeah. Let's do there this. Um, no. Actually, I don't really want to do that. <laughs> no. No. <laughs> no. Aaron's scared of aliens. I think they're pretty cool. I want one. No. We can be buds. You, you can want one? one? Yeah. You can have one. I just, I cannot. I will not. I shall not. school. In your backpack? No, my backpack's pretty full. I'll just, like, let them walk around with me. In your hand. (laughs) I just imagine them being, like, this tall, like, really, like, a foot tall and really cute. Long arms so they can hold your hands without effort. What if they look like giant praying mantises? Actually, I'd be happy with that. I like praying mantises. Which, by the way, random purchases of the week. Do you know what I bought this week? Oh, God. I bought 10 praying mantis egg things to put in my garden. <laughs> oh my I'm so excited. John was like, you did what? I was like, yeah, lots of praying mantises. And he's like, why? I was like, to kill the other bugs. And he was like, what, where are you going to put them until it's warm enough? And I was like, I'll just keep them in a cage or something. We put them in Toter's cage. So, wait, they, they come with praying mantises <laughs> in them? They're the eggs. Oh, my God. Mm-hmm. And it is, it's technically warm enough for them to go outside. They're fine. I can put that egg casing outside. They can winter over. I didn't even know that. I did know that if you warm them up early, they'll hatch because we had that happen when I was a kid. My mom found one outside and she thought it was a dead, like, empty thing. And she was like, bring it to school for your science teacher. It's not what happened. <laughs> we had, like, a thousand pregmantises in our house <gasps> at Christmas. Oh, my God. I would freak out. They were tiny, and I then they ate care. each other, the and then the cats ate them. So it was fine. <laughs> the it was cats. Protein. Yeah. It was good. It was good. Okay. Well, this is not a Are bug we... podcast. It's not, but I felt the need to talk about this because <laughs> aliens, and it distracted me. But I'm ready. Are you ready to I'm, tell scary stories? I'm ready. We're ready. Yeah. Yes. Who's going first today? Because it's a threesome today. Yeah. Why don't you go first and show her how it's done? <laughs> Yeah, I'm not incompetent, Miss Professional. Okay, so we start with the beginning, 
and we end with the end. Okay. That's how we do this. And the middle stuff goes in the middle. The middle goes in the middle unless you feel like adding it after the end, and then that's okay, too. It's, you know, it's an artistic thing. Yeah. So, then I'm ready. I have a very fun short story today. It's, like, my favorite. I'm going to mute my microphone while you talk because the lawnmower man outside is very loud. So, it's not that my story is boring, guys, because she's genuinely afraid of my story. (laughs) It's that she doesn't want you to know how afraid she is. That's right. I don't want you to hear my gasps and cries. (laughs) (laughs) Her blood-curling screams. Right. Well, actually, yeah, that probably makes sense, given that today I'm going to tell the story that you talked about in the first episode that I thought was going to be my first story. We're going to be doing The Little Boy Blue from Gettysburg. Okay. Yes. That's my dog freaking out, by the way. So... We can't, we can't Kirsten that out. So uh, the story is Little Boy Blue from Gettysburg. And this took place, um, oh my gosh, like 100 years ago. Um, in Gettysburg, there was a college, Stevens Hall. And it was actually, uh, it's, it's a college now, but back in the day, it was an all-girls school. And like a boarding-style school. So the girls would go live there and do all their things there. And they had a very strict headmistress. She was not nice. She did not like other people. She didn't even like her, you know, students very much or her, what do you call it? What do you call them? I guess they're students. If they live there still, they're still students. Not a nice woman, really. But uh, the girls would often, before bed, spend some time just playing in their, like, dorm. And it was like a shared dorm where, you know, like Madeline style, all the beds lined up in a row and everything. And one night the girls are playing and they hear a knocking at their window. And they go to the window, and there's a little boy who has climbed up onto the second-story ledge. And they recognize the boy as the little boy that lived a couple of blocks away with an extremely abusive family. Um, And the boy was right around, like, seven, eight years old. Well, he's knocking on the window. He's barefoot. He's got torn-up clothes. He's bruised up because his family is, like, super abusive. They've kicked him out. They're like, you know, get out of here with yourself. We don't want you here anymore. So the one of the little girls decides she doesn't care if the headmistress gets mad or not. She's going to open the window up a little bit while the headmistress is off doing her thing. And she's going to find out, like, what's going on? And she opens the window, and the little boy says, you know, he needs to come in. It's cold. It's started to snow. Um, and it's, like, middle of winter. So he's freezing, and he wants to come in. And they close the window, and they're discussing, like, what do we do? What do we do? And the girls are like, okay, well, after her headmistress comes in and turns the lights out, we'll let him in the room. So they open the window back up. He's still sitting there, and he's just getting colder and colder. And she says to the little boy, like, the, the one who took charge of the situation, she says, you just need to wait here until our lights go out because then we can sneak back out of bed and we'll let you in and, you know, you can sleep here and we'll figure out what to do tomorrow. So he agrees. He says he'll wait. The headmistress eventually comes in. Lights go out. They wait a little while to make sure that she's gone to her quarters. And they go back and they open the window. And the little boy is gone. There's, there are no tracks. There's no like sign of where he went. And it's all covered up because of the snow. So they don't know what's going on. But they just assume that he went home. The little boy never went home. But he was never seen again. So, since then, the, uh, the school had been, has been turned into a college. It's Gettysburg College. And the part of the building that the 
children's dorm is what was converted into multiple dorms for the, the college students. And about 20 years ago, a young woman was in her dorm and she heard a knocking on her window. Now at this point, it's even higher because they've dug out to uh, kind of reveal, like to turn the lower levels into classrooms so there are windows. So it's harder to get up there now. So she's confused. She hears a knock on her window and she pulls the curtains back. And in the window, hovering, because there's no ledge anymore, is the face of a child that is completely blue. And the child mouths out the words, help me. She freaks out and she closes the curtains and she's like, what in the world? Oh my gosh. And she runs off to get someone because she thinks that like someone's pulling a prank. There's somebody doing like they're up to something and she just wants someone to like be there with her. They go and she goes and gets her friends. They come back to the room. She pulls the curtain open to show that, you know, there's someone there. There's no one there. But the window fogs up in front of them. And in the window, written on the outside are the words, help me. She leaves. She moves out of that. She can't stay there anymore at this point. Dude, I've got goosebumps. I didn't realize yeah, I this did one was so creepy. <laughs> mm-hmm. So it's not, I mean, like, it's not terrifying. He's not like, I will possess your soul. Like, nothing like that. But there's a but, floating dead child. Like, yes. a blue child. He's literally blue. Um, he has been seen by so many people at this point that he, it's almost, it's not a tourist attraction. It's not something that people are like, come see the little blue boy. But they're like, oh, um. We're not using this room anymore. Like, it's now not uh, a dorm that you can stay in. I think they turned it into, like, a storage closet type thing, like a storage room, because they couldn't keep they couldn't keep students there. Um, there were so many complaints about it because it would happen in the middle of the night. Someone would be knocking on the door. Or they'd, they would go uh, and, like, open the window up, and they would see, like, tiny footprints right below the window, which they thought was weird. But that could that part could be a prank. But the other parts... I mean, every time it's been, there's a little boy floating in the window, knocking on the window, um, and the the words help me written there. And they've determined that there's nobody doing it. There's no one, like, they've got cameras now, security cameras. They can't pick anybody up walking around on the ground to get over there. There's no way to climb out from another window to get there because of the way the, the building is set, like, situated now. Um, but it's such a common occurrence that it's, like... It's just a, it's a room you avoid. He's not doing anything. He's just terrifying looking because it's he apparently his skin is literally like completely blue and even the whites of his eyes are blue. That's and he creepy. looks frozen. Yeah. So, but you can still go see him. Like you is can there, go out and I'm good. request to see him. I don't want to see. No, him. we can go when you come to visit. We're gonna go to Gettysburg College and we're gonna be like, hey, boy blue. No, we'll help. We're not. We'll bring us. <laughs> bring him. There's star. already enough scary crap that you want me to do. That's not entirely false. <laughs> <sighs> but that's I don't, it. That's I don't the story. See. So is there any record of like a little boy being beaten to death or dying of hypothermia? There, or? there are records of the little boy. There is a record of him going missing. There um, are no records of him, of his body being found. Um, the theory is that he wandered off and he froze to death and oh. was then eaten. Oh. Because it was in like pre 1900s yeah very rural you know? yeah so there it wasn't the way it is now in gettysburg now i mean you can spit on a restaurant from wherever you're standing um, don't know but, why you would i don't know why you would i hear that all the time they're like oh it's so busy you can spit on a burger king i'm like okay 
Um, <laughs> but yeah, there there aren't any records, um, but like of his death, but of him being missing for sure. And there are some people that go, "Oh, it's an urban legend," but the girls that have experienced it, because it's been it's been just girls mm-hmm. that have experienced it. They are legitimately terrified. These aren't girls who are like, you know, it'd be fun. Like, let's bloody marry this place up. No, they're like, there's somebody hovering outside of my window. And this person, like, one person thought it was someone trying to, like, come in and rape her until she saw it was a child. Oh, my gosh. And she was like, well, I hope a child's not trying to come in and rape me. Because this kid's like, a child, child. (laughs) So. Yep. (laughs) That's awful. It's terrifying. Poor little boy. I know. It's the saddest thing ever. And I have to be honest, of all the scary stories that I know, all the ghost stories I know, I think that one would probably scare me the most because of a blue child. (laughs) (laughs) Just hovering, floating outside your window. Writing, help me on the window. I'd be like, why? What's out there? Why? What's out there? Why? 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 Yeah. So that's that's my short, sweet, and beautiful story. (laughs) Of the little boy blue. Try not to cry. That's scary. (laughs) Well, is yours more lighthearted? It's not really depressing or lighthearted. It's just kind of there. Okay. And, okay, so I'm just going to say before, like, my favorite thing about this ghost story is how casual they talk about it. Like, this isn't a university in Alaska. It's It's the University of Anchorage, Alaska. And, I mean, it's still going. It's a great university university now. But on the university website, it talks about the ghosts there. And it's they're like, just like, yeah. It's like, oh, yeah. It's like on the actual, like, <laughs> .edu website. Like, oh, here are the ghosts that haunt the auditorium. Just to let you know. What? Yeah. That's awesome. It's just so casual. It's not just even so like, you know. it might be here. It's just like, they're here. And I love it. <laughs> Does it say it like that? It, no, it really like, does. It's like, it doesn't say like, there have been, it's like, there is a ghost, blank. Like, it's so casual and I love it so much. So you have to just tell the story. Because okay. Because they do, yes, they state it as fact. Yeah. On, on the. And I went to what? multiple different like ghost places, like websites, and all of them are just like, yeah, it's there. There's no way to avoid it. So nice. this is the Anchorage Auditorium in the University of Anchorage of Alaska, and it was built in 1954, so it's not, like, super old. And that was the school itself, but the actual Anchorage Auditorium was built in the 70s, so it's, like, pretty new-ish. Um, so it was named... Yeah, oh, I'm trying to read it. Hold on one second. <laughs> um, <laughs> I liked this story. I picked the story based on the first sentence I saw. Visitors from the nearby psychiatric ward and youth correction facility aren't the only uninvited... I can't speak. Okay, I have to take my thing off. Aren't the only uninvited guests to spook a bizarrely built Anchorage auditorium. So, (laughs) this auditorium, halfway through being built, was, like, stopped because they ran out of money. Mm -hmm. And they redid the blueprints. And so, it's one of those creepy places that just has, like, doors leading to nowhere and stairs that go nowhere and elevator shafts that aren't used and all this stuff. Were the Winchesters involved in this? It's like the Winchester Mansion, yeah. Yeah, exactly. (laughs) And so, it's already creepy just on its own. But it's... So, it's an auditorium where they put on plays and things like that. And it just casually says, like, props have flown off furniture, stage lights have exploded, all of these things. But those could be, like, people pushing them, whatever. 
So it's never people pushing them. Don't they know this? <laughs> well, it's just like it's some things that could be explained, but there's like multiple ghosts that haunt it. So mm-hmm. first of all, it's called the Wendy Williamson Auditorium, based off of a guy whose name is John Wendell Wendy Williamson, which is a great <laughs> name. John Wendell Wendy. Wendy well, Williamson. Wendy is in quotation. So yeah. his name was John Wendell. He probably went by Wendell and it got shortened to Wendy. So he was just called Wendy Williamson. No, was, his Christian like name is John, is John Wendy. Wendy, Wendy. Williamson. Yeah. <laughs> John Jacob Jingleheimer. <laughs> so this auditorium is known for being kind of famous now. And there's like multiple ghosts that just kind of hang out there and for the most part they're pretty happy so basically there's the first ghost which is the musician he's just called the musician man and some people think that it's actually wendy williamson himself but they're not entirely sure because there's a big portrait of williamson that hangs in like the foyer whatever and it continues to be knocked down every time it's hung. So, like, every time they hang it up, someone just knocks it down. And it's not, like, low. It's pretty high up. So... See, he's got some haters. Mm-hmm. Yeah. But, like, they don't Whoa. do anything. And the reason he's called the Music Man is because he plays the piano that's in there. He just likes to play no. it. And people are just used to it now. And, like, Ghost Hunters have checked... To see if it was, like, rigged. But it's not. It's just a regular old piano that he just plays. And it just plays. Yeah. What? Yeah, like I'm telling you, I well, love this because it's Alaska. so casual. They're like, oh, yeah, he plays the piano. It's fine. It's pretty good. Like, mood music. Yeah. Like, oh, he's yeah. a pretty good pianist, I guess. <laughs> um, so he's, like, the first guy. He's not really anything crazy. Then there's the shadowy man, which doesn't have a lot of information. It just, oh, this no. is the actual quote from the website of the school this man loves a good performance it can be seen leaning backstage listening just no chilling no you know he's not leaning backstage listening he's leaning backstage waiting to kill someone <laughs> what the shadow monsters do he just likes no. plays and he likes watching plays i bet he does and that's it that's all him and then there's the woman in white which is just creepy in general um, but she has been seen hovering on stage, gathering attention of the audience, and has been questioned to be a former performer. But, so, hold on. Yeah. So, the audience can see her. <laughs> yeah, it was, there was one show, it was one time that everyone saw her. So, there was just, like, what? an entire audience. And what? they saw this woman saying, like, sit down, be quiet, the show's about to start. And she's in this, like, white dress. And then... Later, another man came out saying, like, oh, the show's about to start. And they're like, yeah, someone already told us. And they're like, uh, no. And everyone was like, oh, yeah, this woman in white was just here. And, like, the entire crew was baffled. They were like, uh, no, there's not a woman in white. No one like her has been seen here. And multiple times throughout the years, she has been spotted by a few people on stage being like, quiet down now. We got to get a little play coming, you know? (laughs) Like, she's just there. Like, I'm telling you, these are just, like, a shadow in the distance. It's like a lady. It's like, shut up. Oh, my God. We got a good show. It's time for the play, y'all. Yeah. Put up your cell phones. (laughs) Yeah. Do you think she, do you think she's updating her, like, instructions to be, like, modernized? She's like, no cell phones, no gum chewing, and no M&M opening during (laughs) the performance. I mean, she can't be too old, like... 
I mean, the people said it's kind of modern clothing. Like, it could have been 70s or a little bit before then, whatever. But but again, it's also Alaska. So yeah. I wonder what the university was built on. Yeah. It makes me wonder. Because Alaska is just a weird place. I because, literally, well, we I looked up ghost this. stories in Alaska because I knew it's a weird place. Yeah, but Erin and I have talked about this. Like, when I talked about Savannah, Savannah is like the city built on the dead. The yeah. whole downtown area of Savannah is built on the dead. So, you know, you think of Alaska... And, I mean, it's freaking Alaska. Where no one can hear you scream but the Mises. <laughs> so you just wonder, you know, like what residual energy is there that is now in the auditorium. But they're, they like what's going on, obviously. She's yeah, like, yeah. listen, quiet folks, we're going to do a play. And then the shadow man's like, yeah, I'm going to sit land, back here and watch. And you know. Wendy uh-huh. Williamson's playing piano. He's like, yeah, I'll play you a tune. Play you a little ditty. Maybe as you're maybe, walking on in. Maybe it's completely wrong. Maybe they hate what's going on. So they're like, listen. We got These young this. folk don't know how to do this. <laughs> yeah, we got this. You play the piano and I'll tell people where to sit. Shadow Man. You just keep director. stuff going backstage. Yeah. Yeah. You tell people what to do. Yeah. Well, there's three more people and one of them is just like the teenage man there's not really much on him he's just a young teenage boy who seems to be very kind and it says that he emits an overwhelming sense of comfort to those who are troubled he just appears he's really nice but why are they troubled maybe they're stressed about their performance yeah and so the shadow Mm. man's like y'all are doing great and then, I don't know if Alaskan people are, they're not Southern, but that's no. just where I went with that. The teenage man. And the teenage man like, is like, it's okay. And then he's gone. <laughs> and you're like, is it okay? Or are you going to kill me? sure? It's all right. Okay. Shadow Man's going to take it from here. But yeah. you've got this. Yeah. You can do this. I believe in you. <laughs> yeah. The woman in white will quiet everyone down, so it'll be all right. Yeah. It's okay. I w- can this be a play all on its own? I, know. I wanted to. It's I will so go great. see this. Um... So, I know you guys have a thing about children ghosts. <laughs> and so there is one, of course. It's this little girl. And she's around eight or nine. She kind of just, like, hangs out and runs around and plays. Even though she's not supposed to be backstage. She's not supposed to be there in general. But there's this little girl who's been seen over the years just kind of playing. And the creepiest thing is on their walkie-talkies. You'll occasionally hear giggling and little children talking. Like, oh, no. and then you're like, I'm going to die. That's it. Yeah, that's when the shadow man comes. The little girl is the shadow man. This is my theory. <laughs> They're the same? It's one and the same, and, and he's trying to lure you in. We've talked about this. We have. Aaron and I have talked about this in length. Ghost children are, are gateway drugs into the evil realm. Because here's the thing. This is what Aaron and I have, have discussed. This is our theory. Children are... They get a straight route, right? They have a direct route when they die. They're still innocent. So they go straight to heaven. So if they're ghosty children, they lure you in with their cuteness and giggling, but they're really demons trying to murder you. you. See, I don't agree. (laughs) I disagree with that. (laughs) It depends on how old the kid is. If she's eight or nine, she's had the decision. Like she's been told, here's what this is. So she was like, Okay, that's great. I'm just going to chill here for a while, though. You know? I'm just going to say, though, that the kids in the Velisca house, the, yeah. those are, those are demons. They're, they're demon kids. I they're think not, she's fine. What child is going to sit in a house and be like, you know it would be fun? Blood sounds. <laughs> Actually, 
never mind. I may I may have to readjust my theory. But still, <laughs> no. It's Last just thing I want to hear is yeah. giggling. Ghost but children just natural. creep me out. And she's fine. Like, everyone thinks she's pretty cool, I guess, because she just is, like, there. And, like, she's <clears> It even says something. on the website, we're just thrilled she's having a good time. Yeah, that's the exact <laughs> quote. What like is she I said, doing? They're just fine with it. They're like, oh, yep, she's here. Hey, <laughs> we want a snack? Stand like, away. Yeah. <laughs> you want some so, mac and cheese? <laughs> we'll play a um, piano song. Yeah. I don't know. She may have come from, like, the children correctional facility or something. And also, I forgot to mention, the teenage boy is said to be a boy who died in a car crash close to this school. So he's just a teenage boy driving, and he died. And so he just kind of came there and was like, it's cool. This place is cool. You guys just hang in there. Hang out. But all of these people have been pretty calm, pretty nice. But there's the last man, known as the angry man. And Aaron, (laughs) he would hate you. Because he likes to target women who are brunettes who have longish hair. So, if you walk in there... He wouldn't like either one of us. Yeah. I have short hair at the moment. I kind of have like a Lord Farquaad looking <laughs> cut. <laughs> just without the bangs. Is that how I'm you good. went in and you just you were like, yo, I want to compensate. Can you Lord Lord Farquaad me? Yeah, just I'm going to do bangs. that next I time I did I the bangs in. thing. <laughs> Next time yeah. I get my hair cut, that's what I'm going to ask for. The Lord Farquaad. <laughs> don't, just to see. Don't ask Just for that. to see no. what they say. They'll be like, what? <laughs> <laughs> and guys, since you can't see her, she literally does not look anything like Lord Farquaad at all. <laughs> it's just my hair is kind of greasy today, so it's like weird <laughs> looking. But it's just short. What's it that little girl said? Oh, how's so, the weather? Is, is it, it greasy? <laughs> so do you know the vines of the little girl, like the girl saying I smell like beef, or the ones who's like, look at, look oh, at yeah. freaking bats. I love Halloween. Bats. Well, she's yeah. older now, and her mom just takes videos of her all the time, and there's mm-hmm. one of her saying she hates small, ta- small talk. Small, small talk. talk. <laughs> small talk. And she was like, this is small talk. When people are like, how's the weather? Is it greasy? <laughs> and her mom, like, that's just, she's just the Wait, weirdest is, crap. Is this hot mess, Charlene? Uh, the girl who does hot mess, Charlene, where no. she like puts her lipstick on and she's like, "No, that's actually a different girl. This is Katie oh. Ryan. Her name's Katie yeah, Ryan, and she is hysterically funny." Is that mom's name? It might be. I don't know. I she has a few. She even has like an old lady. Oh yeah, that's really funny. She's, she's like, like kids these days. She's like when I was young in the 1500s, I was a hippie. <laughs> I wore yeah. the piece of okay. mom shirts. Is it the same Ava girl? Ryan. And yeah, it's the same girl. Hot okay, Mess Charlene is her girl. alter yes. ego. I just she was like, like, I hate small like talk. And she like gets really quiet and she has her hands like over, pinching over her mouth. And she's like, how's the weather? Is it greasy? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so Anyways. funny. Anyway, totally not So unrelated. I'm pretty much almost done. It's just the last man. But this angry man appears to have issues with brunette women. And he likes nope. creating a negative atmosphere. So everyone else is just chilling, playing music, getting everyone to quiet down. But this man likes to just hang out in the stairwell and just push brunettes down it. What? <laughs> That's I mean, his that favorite feels like a big jump from children playing and teenage boys comforting and piano playing. So to like brunette women her. use the elevator. Yeah, use the so if elevator. Any of you oh my god! Brunette women with longer hair go there. Use elevators. Mm-hmm. But like the working ones. But he well, says his negative ones? feels tend to show themselves most in the lighting booth. Um, yeah, and so 
Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. So one of the, like, biggest things about it is that during a beauty pageant that was held at the school one time, he shoved a contestant with long brown hair down the stairs, and hand marks appeared on her back the next day. (laughs) Though no one was there. She was the only one in the stairwell, but she was pushed, and no one believed her, so they were like, oh, you just fell and you're embarrassed, but then hand marks were on her back next day. Oh, no. No, no, no. (laughs) Yes, that's about it. I cast you out in the name of Jesus Christ. (laughs) No. So pretty much everyone's chilling except him. He oh just doesn't gosh. like brunettes. I don't know why. He's he like, must have pushed her have like hair. really hard. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> like, do something with that. <laughs> no. He does not like it. I mean, What's going on, honey? Say something what about her hair. <laughs> <laughs> What's up with your hair? <laughs> Basically him. So yeah, we've got like the male musician is super chill. Except he doesn't like pictures of whatever Wendy. john wendell wendy williamson <laughs> so he pushes those down and uh the shadowy man woman in white child and teenager are cool but this angry man just doesn't like brunettes i love that that's what he's known as too it's just the angry man the angry yeah. man. maybe that's why he's angry maybe he's like maybe stop freaking just... calling me angry <laughs> like i'm not mad have you ever thought about anybody but yourself no <laughs> he's maybe like i'm stuck in the stupid stairwell <laughs> and you get the piano it's not yeah. fair yeah, that's probably what it is. He's just like, he's got like depressive issues because he's got no like sunlight that he, you know, there's yeah. no piano and people are just running through. No one says hi to him. Yeah. Maybe if a brunette woman goes down the stairs, she just needs to pause for a minute be and be like, like hey, hey, I hope you're doing okay. Hope you're having a great Please day. Please don't push me. Can I bring you some leftover pizza? Anything? Yeah, I'll even get you a fresh pizza. You want some fresh pizza? Just we'll all Michael Scott on it. Yeah, just stop. You want a fresh pair of panties? Stop. <laughs> <laughs> just stop I'd pushing love to people. Get you one. Yeah. <laughs> but yeah, that's the Anchorage, Alaska Auditorium. It's only, and then also just the last thing it says like a lot of people go there trying to have experiences, but the only people who get experiences are people who aren't expecting it. So it's oh, like, perfect. it says so, it always happens when you're not ex- going expecting something or when you're not wanting something to happen. Yeah. Is it too early for me to start the enrollment process, like the application process for my children? <laughs> I mean, <laughs> to send them We to won't tell it. them. <laughs> I'd be like, listen, I'll Alaska. cover tuition. I'll cover living expenses. But you, and that's the rule anyway. Like if you don't live within an hour of me and you're forced into some semblance of independence, I'll pay for more. <laughs> And one of your kids has to be in the theater department. It'll be Jeremy. Yeah. It's perfect. Yeah. There you go. It's perfect. And I just won't tell him. And then he'll be like, Mom, why have you done this? Why have you forsaken me? <laughs> oh, that's awesome. Well, there we go. That's terrifying. Yeah. Is yours a creepy hotel? Mine is. What? I don't know. I mean, mine's got all kinds of weird stuff going on. Hotels are just what creepy. Hotel? Like, normal, like. You stay in La Quinta, <laughs> we're going to get murdered. It's just Aaron true. has a, what is it? What's the hotel that you have? That's like a normal that hotel? That's like a normal hotel? The one that I'm doing, like, next time? I think so. What did you tell oh. me? The Cecil Hotel. No, no, no. No? There, you told me that there was like a Ramada Inn or something that you found that was haunted. Oh, yeah. No, it was the Best Western. There you go. <laughs> See, nothing is safe. Nothing no, is safe. it's not. I, I'm <clears throat> Hotels are creepy. This one is the Monte Vista Hotel in Arizona. Mm. We already have a thing about Arizona <laughs> with the aliens. What are you doing? What are you doing? This one is, it was opened in 1927. 
It continues to be the longest publicly held commercial property in Arizona, or it, nice. was, it was until it was sold to a oh. private investor in the early 60s. Um, oh. It's one of the oldest fully operational hotels in Flagstaff, and it's listed on the U.S. Registrar of Historic Places. Um, a lot of famous people have stayed here, including Bob Hope, Bing Crosby, John Wayne, Freddie Mercury from Queen, Michael J. Fox, Clark Gable, Humphrey Bogart, Anthony Hopkins, lots of famous people. I love that entire list. Yeah. I'm so So excited. it's kind of a swanky hotel. Swanky? Swanky. It's snazzy. It's ritzy. Um, but there's a lot of get, uh, uninvited guests who take residence here as well. So we're going to talk about some of those. Um, there's a long list. There's, well, yeah, it's kind of short, like short stories of each one, though. So there's a bank robber. Apparently in 1970, um, three men robbed a bank. One of the guys got shot. And instead of taking him somewhere to get help, they went to the lounge in the Monte Vista Hotel to have drinks to celebrate their victory. And the guy who was shot died while they were having their drinks. (laughs) So he gets shot. He's like, you know what will help this? Whiskey. A drink. I get it, though. Yeah. I mean, it's stupid, Um, I get it. So patrons and staff have reported being greeted by an anonymous voice saying, Good morning. There have also been stories of bar stools and drinks that seem to move about on their own in the lounge. Oh, that's so nice. nice. He's like, oh, here's your drink. Good morning. You forgot this over there. This man roofied you. (laughs) There is another ghost called the Woman of the Night. Oh. (laughs) Well. So Flagstaff had a red light district just south of the railroad tracks, two blocks from the Monte Vista. In the early 40s, there were two prostitutes um, that were taken to room 306 during their visit. <laughs> they were killed and thrown from the third floor window. Oh. Um, over the In years, that order? Like, were they dead first? I don't know. And then thrown? Probably. Or the, that's how they I, murdered them? I don't know. No. Somehow they ended up dead <laughs> in the street. Thrown out of the window. That sucks. Over the years, a lot of guests have reported uh, waking up in the middle of the night, unable to go back to sleep because they feel like somebody's watching them. Um, Most of the time, the male guests report feeling hands placed over their mouths and throats, making it hard to breathe. No, (laughs) not. (laughs) I went a different direction and I went, oh, God. It's not that kind of show, Kirsten. It's not that. It's a clean family show, guys. No, they're being strangled, basically. They have hands covering um, their mouths and throats. That's a no for me. That's a no for me. Like <laughs> no. I'm Simon Cowell here. It's a no. hard no. It's a um, no. Well, we're good. We're women. We can go. We'll we can fine. go. Yeah. I just, yeah, I have an issue with ghosties touching me. Don't touch me. Don't touch me. Like, there was one that we talked about where it was the Marshall House in Savannah where this some people have reported having their, their inner thighs and butt touched while they're laying in bed. No. Like, no, I'm, I'm out on that one. Okay, um, there's the Phantom Bellboy. Uh, a lot of guests have reported a knock at their door and a muffled voice announcing room service. When guests open the door, there's no one there. Um, some guests have seen the figure of a bellboy standing outside of room 210. John Wayne experienced this ghost during a few of his stays. He reported that the ghost seemed friendly and he did not feel threatened by its presence. 
Housekeepers frequently experience the antics of the bellboy. One report states that uh, a young male is seen in an old-fashioned red coat with brass buttons walking up and down the halls. He's just trying to do his job. Yeah, he's just, you know, he's responsible. Yeah. He's got a ghost family to feed. Like, he he redid did the phrase, work until I die. Yeah. It's like, I'll work after I die. After I die. Stop me, death. Stop me. Yeah. Well, it's like those nurses that we've talked about in some of the places. With their evil plots. Mm-hmm. Um, there's a little boy. Even ghost children are in this one. Some guests have seen the image of a young boy who wanders the halls. They, some people have even said that they um, had him touch their hand. Um, some people can hear his voice as if he's Aww. walking behind them. Guests who have seen this ghost have said it looks as though he may be speaking with his mother. Children have even reported seeing him, though always in a friendly manner. Perhaps he's just looking for a friend to play with. Aww. That's so sad. See, not all ghost children are evil. Yeah. I'm pretty certain that that one's Satan. Um, But I'll take your word for it. (laughs) Okay. (laughs) Just kidding. Uh, This one's kind of funny. It's the Meat Man. M-E-A-T. The Meat Man. Uh, Does he work in the red light district too? I don't know. Aaron, (laughs) it's not that kind of show. Sicko. So he's apparently in room 220. So don't stay in room 220. Uh, says the bizarre long-term boarder was known by his strange habit of hanging raw meat from the chandelier. That's a fun Why? little hobby. Why? I, mean, <laughs> I like it. Why? Why? I don't know. In the I early like 1980s, he was found in his room three days after his death. Not mm. long after, a maintenance worker was working on a few repairs. When in need of a new fixture, he left the room, turned the lights off, and locked the door. He returned a few minutes later to find the television on at full volume, the linens on the bed ripped off and scattered around the room. Today, it's common for the television to act on its own accord, and reports of cold male hands touching guests in their sleep. No! No! <laughs> <laughs> I don't like that at all. I don't either. I was cool with like the meat of the chandelier thing, but... Not the touching. They're like, yeah, everybody wants some bacon sometimes, right? Like, <laughs> it's fine, but I don't want a cold man touching me. Well, what if he, like, brought you breakfast in bed? That'd be pretty cool. Like, how's the like, bacon? Wake up, living person. This is bacon done right. Here. I'd be like, okay. There'd be all sorts of colorful metaphors inserted into that morning. <laughs> so, uh... Room 305 is the most active room in the hotel. It was even featured on the television show Unsolved Mysteries, which Aaron and I are both fans of. Yes. Yes! There are numerous reports of seeing a woman in the rocking chair near the window. Guests in housekeeping have reports of seeing the chair move by itself and knocking coming from inside the closet in the hotel room. <gasps> no. Maybe a Beetlejuice. I know, right? Oh. And the, the ding, 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 That's ding, 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 ding. Uh-huh. Yeah. The rocking chair at the end. Yeah. Yeah. Um, that's so that apparently be an elderly woman who is a longtime renter would sit by the window for hours on end. Um, and they think that it's her. Um, no one knows what she's looking for or looking at. She might be waiting for someone to return. They don't know. So apparently that's, that's the most active room. There's a few more though. We're not done. There's a baby in the what? basement. Oh no. Why is there a baby in the basement? See, the baby I believe you believe is safe. That yeah. I could. There we go. Yeah. In the basement. Yeah. 
Um, so a lot of maintenance and laundry personnel that have to go down to the basement to handle different aspects of running the hotel, they hear a baby crying very often. Um, they run upstairs to escape the sound because it's been investigated. There's nothing there. They don't know why, but it's very obviously the sound of a baby crying. Um, says the sound is very real to those who hear them. Hi. There is Hi. a dancing couple. Lounge staff Aww. and patrons have seen a transparent couple dancing in the cocktail lounge. That's cute. That's sweet. Aw, yep. see. It says that they're seen that in formal dress and they're laughing and smiling, eternally Aww. dancing. That's oh, so cute. Oh, they lived happily ever after. <laughs> <laughs> That's so sweet. That's, That's the kind of relationship I want to have. <laughs> Except not yeah. dancing because I'm awful. Until death no. not do us part. And, like, you're stuck with me forever. Ha <laughs> ha. That kind of thing. For all of eternity. Yeah. I mean, that feels a little vindictive sounding, but it's okay. <laughs> it's supposed You're to be You're stuck with sweet. me for it's forever. <laughs> yeah. So there is a shadow it. man. Um, He's haunting the basement as well. See this? With see, the baby? There's a baby in the basement and there's uh-huh. a shadow man in the basement. It's I the same think thing. One in the same, same and he's thing. a demon. He's been spotted standing behind several employees and delivery guys, just standing there. He's what over- if it's like just their shadow, and they just get scared of their own? Shadow? Well, he's over six feet tall. Oh, okay, and he has <laughs> a menacing presence. It's the baby. Um, it says perhaps he has emerged from the tunnel entrance in the basement after years of searching for a way a out. Tunnel so, entrance. Yes. So I, I actually read this when I was researching a little bit of this. So apparently there is a series of tunnels throughout Flagstaff. That connect different parts of the city. They've since been closed, oh, no. but um, there's tunnels that run under all of Flagstaff. See, that's creepy enough. Yeah. Oh, wait till you hear about... I'm doing a whole episode just on creepy tunnels, because there's some oh. creepy ones. Oh, Savannah. Good. Savannah's well, got a oh, ton of them. Savannah tunnel. That like, was how they would like knock out drunk uh, pirates and stuff, and men in the bar, and they would drag them through the tunnels, and the guys would gain consciousness, and they'd be out in the middle of the ocean, and they'd yeah. have to work on a ship. My great uncle owns the restaurant The Pirate Chat. Pirate Shack? Pirate's House. Pirate's House? I'm mis- mixing two. I don't yeah. know. I'm sorry. That's it. It's over. <laughs> but yeah, my great uncle owns a bunch of restaurants and he owns the Pirate's House. And in it, you can look down into the tunnels. And they're, first of all, they're really creepy. And second of all, like there's a attic that's kind of like a gift shop now, but you can't go into some of the rooms because they used to house pirates. And, and slaves. And slaves as well. And my great uncle tells me, he's like, don't go up there. There's ghosts. Like, he's like a full-grown man. He's just like, no, it's haunted. And I was like, okay. Yeah, there's just, there's, yeah. Because it was named the Pirate House because it was an actual, like, bar where the pirates would. Right. And a lot died. A lot of them They'd dock their ships. They'd come in. And it was a house. And so some of them would stay there. And they'd stay and drink there and whatever. But You need to do a whole Savannah episode. I know. Well, there's so much. I've already done two stories. But, yeah, the Pirate's House, they would, if, if there were ship owners looking for good men, they would go there and get their get these guys really drunk, and then when they'd pass out, they would drag them through the tunnels and they'd put them on their ship, and uh, they'd wake up in the wow. middle of the ocean and they'd have to just work their way off the ship. That's like a recurring nightmare for me, like to wake up somewhere and be like, "Oh, you have to do work now." Be like, <laughs> yes. What? So we have two more ghosts in this in this Flagstaff one, but yeah. So the shadow man may have come from a tunnel entrance um and he hangs out in the basement and creeps people out Mm. so two more there's the elevator attendant um housekeeping and front desk 
agents have reported a very polite attendant assisting their ride in the elevator despite it being self-service. He can be heard requesting, which floor may I take you to? Or even a phantom hand seen closing the elevator's Mm. gate. That would creep me out. Yeah. Just a hand. Just Just a random hand. Thank you, thing. No. (laughs) (laughs) Um, It says to keep an eye on the mirror when you exit to your floor. You just might see him standing beside you. Oh. Okay. In the mirror. In the mirror. Nope. In the mirror. Mm. Mm -hmm. Mm -mm. No. I don't do mirrors. And then the last one, it's just random poltergeists and their voices. So, yeah. Um, Housekeeping staff has reported problems with light bulbs being unscrewed or on some occasions completely removed. Um, It's rarely a problem for the guests, but if your lights don't work, (laughs) they say to check your light bulbs. Um... Next to the hotel, staff at the old post office building have heard voices and seen figures moving within the building. Nobody is sure who these shadowy visitors may be. So that is the very haunted and active Monte Vista Hotel in Flagstaff, Creepy. Arizona. Creepy. Oh. Arizona, we're not coming to see you either. <laughs> so many places we're not going. So many. The more stories we do, we just keep checking off. <laughs> we're not going to be able to leave our house. <laughs> Like, we, we, we were even touring UGA yesterday, and there's so many places haunted there. Yeah. There's, like, a special UGA haunted ghost tour there. Well, because UGA is old. Yeah. A lot of the buildings there are historical we, It buildings. was funny. But we drove by this one building, like, the Grady House, and yeah. she was like, look, that place up. I bet it's haunted. And I was like, haha, yeah. And I looked it up. I was like, haunted. The Grady House. <laughs> and then 10 other haunted places in this five-mile radius. There's a lot of the um, sorority and fraternity houses that are haunted because they're like old antebellum homes that, that have been term- turned yeah. into frat houses and sorority houses. Yeah. Oh and there's gosh. there's a lot of stories. I actually almost did a UGA episode. I'll have to do that on another podcast because there's a lot of stories. I'll just compile a bunch of stories. We'll do that for back to school. There you go. It'll be our back Are to you going episode. off to college? Here's what you need to know. <laughs> don't go to you. Actually, I don't because then I have a higher chance of going. <laughs> no one apply in the year 2020. <laughs> Perfect. So I can. This go. episode is sponsored by no one applying to UGA in 2020. <laughs> Woo. <laughs> yeah. So there you go. Three short but extra creepy episodes. I feel stories. like all of these were very like fact based. Like. Like, all three of these wasn't just like, oh, there might be. It's like, there is. Yeah. Ugh. Oh, yeah. There have been enough report. I mean, the fact that even John Wayne. I believe anything that John Wayne says. You know. Yeah. He, yeah, exactly. He's not going to make John that Wayne's up. not going to. No. And, like, the school's like, oh, yeah. So, There's here's these some things. ghosts. Yeah. By the way. <laughs> <laughs> Welcome to our school. Uh, now that you're it's here. Like, we I guess you may as well know. It's like Hogwarts. Yeah, yeah, pretty much. Wouldn't that be cool, though? Gosh, I wish Hogwarts? I was a witch. I want to go to Hogwarts so bad. <laughs> I'd even suck it up to go to Ivermorny, but who wants to go there? Where? The American school. Oh. Like in Fantastic Beasts and Where to Find Them, there's like Ivermorny. Nah. But I'd suck it up. If I was a witch, I'd be fine. She'd deal. <laughs> I would make be it fine. It's fine. <laughs> It'll be fine. She's got this. I'll I'll suck it up. So there you go. Um, That's it. We want to hear your terrifying tales and ghostly encounters. Yes. 
Message. Send them. Dramatic Send them. Girls and Ghouls podcast at gmail.com or girls and ghouls slash contact. Yeah. You could girls just... and girl, ghouls slash contact. I meant dot com slash contact. There you go. Y'all. Throw a dot com in the middle. You're good. Words, words, words. You'll get there. Yeah. We're the only girls and ghouls out there. That's right. Girls and ghouls dot com. We got a Facebook group. We got some new people joining. Um, Wait. What? I have. We have to do. We have to do like a tiny shout out here. We have a first dude in girls and we ghouls. really do christopher we do thank yes. you for listening wait. christopher yes you made my whole morning this morning and <laughs> is wait before i get too excited was he is he your friend like is he no i don't know who he is i think he found like, us organically that's so nice see hello my life is made I'm christopher Marley. thank you for making my life <laughs> for making made. her life her whole life made. my whole life christopher Christopher. So he, now, yep, he's awesome. I totally have a reason to make that T-shirt for adults that says this guy loves girls and ghouls. That's right. That's right. Yes. Yeah, he posted. He said, "I have to tell you girls that I just discovered your podcast yesterday, and I love it. You two are so much fun and very enjoyable to listen to." Aww. 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 Cute. <laughs> That's so nice. Aww. That's so good. Leave us a review then on iTunes. Yep. Not just Christopher. Everybody. All of you. Everybody. You have a and everybody moral say if you want obligation. me to be a permanent. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> if you want me to take if over the show. If you would like this, <laughs> just let me know. Whoa, whoa. Whoa, whoa. <laughs> that was not what we discussed. Yes, child. No. I'm just kidding. It was fun, though. She might be on. It a, was fun. She might be on a few more though, because we can get you on some this summer when mm-hmm. you're out of school. Okay, My good. Then I want Gideon on. I'm here because oh, we be totally gone. need Gideon on. <laughs> <laughs> that would be so interesting. We'd have to have a video of it with subtitles, though. Yeah, <laughs> with subtitles. Yeah. Well, well, he talks so softly and fast. He's like, and oh. he still does his R's like W's too. Which so is so cute. It is cute, but it makes it a little hard to just listen to. So you'd yeah. have to be able to like read. Yeah. <laughs> yep. We'd well, have to have better. a translator episode. Yeah. <laughs> by the by, the time we let him on, because we found out that he does that because he can't hear. Oh, like he's got partial hearing loss well, from. There you go. Yeah. So and it's getting better. So I've actually been mourning the loss of the. WRs. Oh, I was like, no, I thought you were going to stay like that. See, I do. I miss little stuff that you used to say. Yeah. Like for Chick-fil-A, obviously we all love Chick-fil-A. Marley used to call it Chick-fil-A. That was her favorite place. Chick-fil-A? Chick-fil-A. She always wanted to go to Chick-fil-A. Yeah. You saw that video I posted again on Facebook, right? Yeah. (laughs) Of the slip and slide. She's like, that was pretty good. (laughs) She just screams like all the way down right at the end. Yeah, and she goes, "That's pretty good." And then she starts drinking the water out of the hose. There you go. That's how you do it. I'm a classy lady. That's like she is. She went classy broad. Pretty much. Yeah, pretty much. So this was fun, but uh, yeah, you guys uh, leave us a review, share. If you email us your ghosty stories and we read them on an episode, we'll send you a little handwritten letter with a pearl sticker, our sweet little pearl. Yes, pearl so cute. She's so yes. cute. Marley and I both she have her is. on our laptop. Yeah. She's, She's stinking cute. cute. And uh, yeah, that's it. So that's all, folks. Okay, bye. Okay, bye. Bye.